Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. On today's wrestling news, CM Punk calls out top WWE stars. Seth Rollins discusses his issues with that punker. Who Brian Danielson really wanted in the Continental Classic. And a top WWE star has possibly been injured on SmackDown. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan to talk all things wrestling news. But first up, CM Punk was on SmackDown and he cut that promo that we all wanted from him. Finally, another ball one was... People were a little bit iffy on it, uh, but this is kind of more to the speed of CM Punk that we were looking for. And he, during it, he called out a, a whole bunch of top WWE stars. Uh, he called out Roman Reigns, obviously. He acknowledged him, saying, like, good job, you've done well, but, like, also reminded everyone that he's never bloody there all the time. And definitely said that, uh, remember who the OG Paul Heyman guy was and that he was his wise man first, damn it. Uh, he also called out the rest of the bloodline in Solo Sokoa and Jimmy Uso, but he also gave a shout out to Jey Uso over on War, uh, saying like, hey Uso, I see you. Um, he mentioned Cody Rhodes, talking about like ending his story. He mentioned uh, the potential of tag teaming with LA Knight. Um, yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, but the big two from it really were Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, who he kind of left till the end. So Seth, uh, he did call out saying that he isn't even the man in his own home. Um, and Kevin, which was the funniest one out of all of these, uh, he said him and Kevin Owens are a little bit too alike, like the Kevin Owens a kind of prickly guy. And he went on to say, I don't know who would, uh, who would feel comfortable working with someone who just punches people in the face backstage. It's 2023, you can't be doing stuff like that. So the first time Punk's kind of called out or like spoken on what happened in AEW since then. And it's a little joke about Kevin Owens punching two people at the same time. <laughs> to the sound of crickets. To the sound of crickets. The, yeah, it was a tribute to the troops crowd. So I don't think they were mm. the most uh, <laughs> in like wrestling news focused crowd mm. you can possibly imagine. You got a CM Punk chant after it. Yeah. So I think some people appreciated it. But yeah, it was a bit of a strange crowd for him to be working this specific uh, shtick to. Uh, but he ended it all um, by saying that he will make his decision on where he's actually going to sign on Monday Night Raw uh, and that uh, all of the people that he mentioned have one thing in common, that Punk is the monkey wrench in their future plans and he's back to finish what he started and that is main eventing Wrestlemania. Uh, so, two things. First time Punk's mentioned what happened in AEW in mm -hmm. WWE since his return, and the fact that he is definitely, definitely still gunning for that main event of Wrestlemania, and perhaps that was one of the little carrots that 
Triple H dangled in front of him to get him to return. Yeah, this there is so well. You know what? He just wanted us. He just wanted us for a week just to doubt him, didn't he? That's all he yeah. did. He wanted that little week of oh, maybe he's not got it anymore. Maybe get oh yes, he does. Yes, he does. He never lost it. And yeah, I don't know. I mean. I feel like it might have been a, str a choice, like a bit of a strategy maybe to drop this kind of line in front of a crowd where it, maybe they wouldn't make such a massive deal out of it and it wouldn't be this big old thing and everyone would be like, oh my God, and then maybe you get in a bit of trouble. It was this kind of, oh, I've just said a thing, no one's reacted, it can't have been that bad. Like maybe, I don't know, I might be giving him a lot of credit there. Uh, the WrestleMania thing, poor Cody, God damn it. <laughs> not fair. He's never going to get to do it. It's either Punk <laughs> or Rock. Maybe a Punk versus Rock. I don't know. It's, yeah, I am I got so excited about this. It felt like he was, he just had a little twinkle in his eye. He was like, you know what? You, you want the pie bomb? You want a pie bomb? I'll give you a pie bomb. And you, did, you mentioned at the beginning of the thing as well. I was like, I, I hear you. I hear what you've been saying about the last one. You want this? All right, we'll get this. Yeah. <laughs> spicy Punk. I like it. Yeah, spicy, it spicy Punk. Give me, give me some of that Sriracha Punk. I'm all over it. I, I love it. It was great. And that was interesting as well obviously he did mention Seth Rollins in there just give him a few little digs but Seth Rollins had done his own couple of digs like I think it was the day before whatever it is little segue there I'm a professional I know uh, he was talking to the uh, Sports Illustrated Media podcast and uh, obviously the subject went on to the bunker because of course it would there's been all that like worked stuff that Seth did after the, the War Games match when he was effing and jeffing he was swearing he was like, ah, I don't like this guy and um, then on Raw I believe last week he was saying to Adam Pearce hey when it all goes south and if this if you, if you sign this guy then I'm going to be there and I'm going to going to kick his ass pretty much so that's that's a whole thing and now in this podcast he it was a bit worked it felt a bit worked but at the same time I think there were some real kind of there is real animosity there so it was just that nice kind of meshing of the two uh, we'll let you decide what you think was legit and what was kayfabe uh, but he said that Punk he felt that uh, Punk had been really selfish when it comes to his perspective on the industry uh, he said that he's played the Marta roll to a T. Uh, he also talked, he said some quite nice things as well on top of this, like just, just, just to give you like a full kind of scope of where he was at with Punk, he was like he did help him a few times when he didn't have to, probably in the earlier parts of his career, uh, but he also thought that he was doing that because he was like trying to give back to the business but then later on he really turned into and this is his quote he really turned into a pretty selfish guy and really wanted to take more from the industry and he wasn't done there though no 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 uh, after this he started saying that he was a bit annoyed that Punk had been like bad mouthing his workplace and like uh, going out of his way to like call Seth a bootlicker he said he was insulted by that uh, he was insulted by the way that he was talking about WWE and he was insulted uh well, he, he was insulted by the way that Punk had spoke about some of the friends that he'd worked with and he kind of referenced Colt Cabana there and just said, you know, I'm just going to say, like, Colt Cabana, you do, go and do your own research on that. But da, da, da. And it was a bit like, we're going to get spicy. And um, yeah, so he just at the end of it, he just said that there is animosity there. I wouldn't say it's just like pure deep hatred, but there's, there is animosity there. And um I'm a little bit more hooked. I do want to see what's going to happen here. And I don't know what's, I don't know who's going to be baby face and who's going to be healed really in this right now because Punk's getting some, some reactions and Rollins feels a bit bitter here. So I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Yeah, Mullins is historically been the sort of WWE company guy and mm-hmm. then when he comes up against someone that is maybe anti that ethos he ends mm-hmm. up sort of naturally becoming the heel in it just because people gravitate towards the sort of independent individual kind of guys mm-hmm. a little bit more uh, so it will be interesting to see where they lie I wonder if they can keep this going through to Wrestlemania and that'll be the main event of one of the nights at least Punk mm-hmm. versus Seth if, especially if sort of Punk wins the Royal Rumble, but they, there was also that bit on SmackDown where like uh, Cody came backstage and was like saying hi to Punk. He's like, ah, oh, so you want to main event, do you? That'll mean you'll want to be winning the Royal Rumble, will you? That's that's interesting. So there's a lot to get through yeah. just to figure out how we can go there. But obviously they are angling towards Seth versus uh, CM Punk, or they wouldn't. All this stuff wouldn't be coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, Seth's not one to rock the boat too much if it isn't actually going to serve something in the mm-hmm. end, usually. Yeah, uh, so it'd be interesting to find out where this is going. Uh, and let us know down in the comment below if that is mm. the main event of WrestleMania that you want. Is it going to be Seth Rollins versus CM Punk? Or do you want CM Punk versus someone else? Or is CM Punk even going to get the main event of WrestleMania? Or are they just going to screw him over again? <laughs> I thought he said, is he even going to get to WrestleMania? And I was like, that, that's a possibility. <laughs> even, yeah, can he even last that long before he pisses someone off? <laughs> let us know down in the comments below. But moving over to AEW, Brian Danielson. You may remember him from such matches as him versus Daniel Garcia last night. Uh, he is in the Continental Classic. Uh, um, but uh, he was actually speaking to the Daily Mail of all places, which is probably the first and last time you'll ever hear us talking about the Daily Mail on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was talking about who he wanted in the Continental Classic. And apparently he really wanted Kenny Omega to be in it. Uh, and he wasn't entirely sure as to why he wasn't. He knows that Omega was definitely asked about being in the Continental Classic. Uh, but then he kind of speculated about 
him being in his sort of tag team feud and like tagging with Chris Jericho and maybe they wanted to keep that separate so they can keep the sort of tag team championship storyline separate and uh, not confuse them with the rest of the Continental Classic storylines. Um, so it's an interesting note that Kenny Omega isn't in this even though he was apparently asked to be in it but he also went on to speak about how when he first went to AEW spoke to Tony Khan about doing a sort of round robin style tournament within AEW but back then they didn't feel like they had enough TV time because they only had uh, Dynamite and it would take up a lot of the TV time and they didn't think they'd have time for the other storylines that they wanted to tell but as soon as Collision came about they knew that between Collision, Dynamite and Rampage they had five hours of TV time to fill uh, and that's a perfect opportunity to do something like this where you can dedicate like three matches a show um, to the Continental Classic and really sort of have time to tell these stories uh, and sort of flesh out a tournament like this that would sort of take up quite a lot of TV time. So it's something that uh, Brian was super excited about and pitching for from the very beginning. Uh, apparently Tony took the scoring system from football um, or soccer if you're an American uh, with the sort of three points for the win and one point for a draw so it doesn't like it so it weighs towards the wins rather than people just going for draws. Uh, and yeah, and he's just talked about how just genuinely excited he is to be a part of something like this. And with the matches that he's pulling out so far, he's nailing it. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. And it, it is something that, that, that Danielson has obviously wanted to do probably since he was in WWE, isn't it really? He, he wanted to do that G1. He wanted to kind of be involved in this round robin thing. And he, he's, he's having his cake and eating it too. He's with AEW and he's getting the tournament. So it's, it's, it's great. It's good to see. Everyone's killing it right now. I'm, I'm enjoying these matches so much. It's nice watching matches. And we never thought we'd be in a position where we're saying this about AEW because that, that was pretty much like the the... the thing that they were here to do do you know what I mean like we, we thought every single match was going to mean something and they did early on it started to probably like fade away a little bit over the last year whereas now every one of these matches you're like there are stakes really and it's it's great to watch it's everything everyone's just putting a bit of extra a bit of extra stank on everything it's awesome I've, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it and um, I will I will continue to I believe until this bad boy is over but um, I was going to do a horrible segue there and I'm going to, I'm going to like revert from doing it I was going to say Charlotte Flair's uh, yeah time probably being in a ring right now is is over that's yeah, not that's, that's, not. that's not very really nice harsh, at right. all so Real I'm just hard. letting you know what my thought process was and I stopped myself for a second because that was that was not very good um, yeah the, in all seriousness it's not looking great um, for Charlotte Flair after her match with Asuka uh, because at some point in the match it was either when she went for a moonsault or I believe in the commercial break she got like tied up in the ropes uh, it looks like she's hurt her knee um, quite badly really because uh, she was helped out of the ring uh, after the match by referee Charles Robinson a few medical personnel and uh, I believe there were some videos uh, captured by wrestlingnews.co um, of Charlotte shouting my knee uh, and she was like kind of wincing and just looked in all kinds of pain so it's not I, I know Seb would have said at the start of this video but it's not a funny thing obviously and hopefully she's Hopefully she's just not seriously hurt as much as what she looks like she was really, because yeah, it's it's awful watching it. Um, and I feel like she was probably picking up a bit of form when it comes to like uh, the the pay per view matches. I feel like she was really kind of getting back to the level of Charlotte Flair that we've we've known in the past. And so for this to happen, especially now just before the road to WrestleMania, it's it's cruel. Uh, hopefully. Fingers crossed for a speedy recovery. If it is something serious, hopefully it's not. Maybe she just jarred it, and it's it's one of those where they just didn't want to risk it on the night. But yeah, things aren't things aren't looking great right now for Charlotte Flair. 
Yeah, it's shameless. Um, I mean, it's a shame in general, but especially yeah. sort of at this time of year when you're coming up to the sort of Royal Rumble and the road to WrestleMania uh, and leaving all of that kind of uncertain about what she can do. Like, whatever you say about like Charlotte Flair matches, she pulls it off when, when it comes to WrestleMania. I mean, just look at the match she had at WrestleMania this year, yeah. 39. It was absolutely incredible. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, just bad timing in terms of that women's division as well. It feels like they kind of need her at the minute. Um, as like a sort of big sort of focal point or like a driving force kind of thing behind it. Like they need something to like anchor it a little bit. Uh, and Charlotte Flair's really, really good at doing that. So uh, hopefully it's not as bad as we think. Um, hopefully it's not out too long. And all we can really say is get well soon. Uh, and yeah, all the best to Charlotte Flair. Yep. She bad situation. Mm -hmm. um, but on that note, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, you can click this video here to continue on your YouTube journey. Uh, but you can also follow us over on Twitter or X if you yes. uh, I am at Phil My Chambers. Gareth is at GMorgan04. And most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.